to the $100 MBA show, business tips and strategies you can actually use every day with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenhome. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA, a company business training and community online. And in today's lesson, you will learn how to perform a SWOT analysis and stay ahead of challenges. Part of being the leader of your business is being aware of what lies ahead in your business, what to look out for, what to take advantage of, what to double down on. And that's what a SWOT analysis does. I recommend doing a SWOT analysis every quarter in your business. So every three months. SWOT is an acronym that stands for Strengths, Weaknesses, Opportunities, and Threats. I'm going to walk you through step-by-step how to do your own SWOT analysis for your business, how to make sure you actually get it done every quarter, and what to do with the analysis once you have done it. We've been doing SWOT analysis in our business for some time now, and it's a great tool. This allows you to step away from working in your business and on your business instead. It gives you a chance to really take advantage of what's around you in your business. So let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Support for today's show comes from Fizzle. Let's be honest, entrepreneurship can be lonely. When you're working hard, grinding away to make your business a reality, it can get mentally and emotionally draining. You're asking yourself things like, am I doing the right things? Is my product or business idea a good one? Does my website communicate the value I offer? I wish somebody could look over it. Get the support you need when you're starting and growing your business with Fizzle. Fizzle can help you earn a living doing something you love. They do this with training, tools, coaching, community, and their famous roadmap. It's great. How do I know? Well, I've been a fizzler for over six years now. Join me and thousands of other entrepreneurs. Get a free 14-day trial and support the show by going to fizzle.co slash Omar. Again, to get started with a 14-day free trial, go to F-I-Z-Z-L-E dot C-O slash O-M-A-R. So to get started, I want you to grab a piece of paper. Yes, we're going to be interactive today. We want to make sure that you get this down. Now, if you're driving while you're listening to this podcast, make sure you go back to this part of the episode and re-listen to it so you can do this exercise. Now, with your piece of paper, I want you to divide your piece of paper in half with a line going across the from the top to the bottom vertically, and then I want you to divide the paper as well horizontally with a line. So you'll have four quadrants. You're dividing the paper into four boxes. And you're going to write strength in the top left-hand corner, and you're going to write weaknesses in the top right-hand corner, opportunities in the bottom left-hand corner, and threats in the bottom right-hand corner. This breakdown, this technique I learned from my own coach, Dan Martell, and I want to pass it on to you. And what I want you to do is in each quadrant, I want you to write four or five things, four or five strengths in your business. What are you guys good at? What are you doing well? What are some of the things that you're really kicking butt on? Is it your customer service? Is it the product itself? Is it the teamwork? Maybe you're doing a great job hiring great talent. What are your strengths as a company, as a business? Write five of them down. These are the things that you're doing right. They're really kind of hitting it out of the park and that you're proud of. The next box over with weaknesses, write down five things that you feel you're falling short. Is it communication in your company? Is it churn? Maybe it's growth. Maybe you feel you're not producing enough content. What are your five weaknesses, biggest weaknesses in your business right now? Next, 
bottom left-hand corner, opportunities. What are some opportunities in your market, in your genre, in your niche that you're not exploiting, that you're not doubling down on? I'll give you an example. Recently at Webinar Ninja, we decided to seek out an opportunity. And that opportunity was we just launched our all-new automated webinars. And we take a firm stance at Webinar Ninja that you should not lie to your customers. You shouldn't have what's quote-unquote simulated live webinars where you have these fake chats and these fake messages. Oh, this person just bought right now when really it's all automated and it's not live. You should have a live webinar or you should do an automated webinar. You should not try to hoodwink your customers. The whole point of running a webinar is to build trust. And this is something that we've been doing and kind of uh, having a stance on for some time, but we haven't really publicly said anything about that. We would just tell our customers, no, we don't do simulated webinars. We do automated, we do live, we do series, we do summits, and we're not the software for you. But we realized there's an opportunity here for us to talk about something in our space that no one else is talking about. The fallacy, the danger of running simulated live webinars in our space. So we got in front of it and we actually wrote a really popular blog post on our blog. If you want to check it out, webinarninja.com slash blog. And it's gotten a lot of buzz because it's a controversial topic and no one is addressing it. So we decided to be the first people to talk about it. So that's an opportunity. Are there some opportunities for some partnerships that you're not exposing? Are there some new pieces of technology that you're not taking advantage of that you can use to leverage your business? What are some opportunities? Write five of them in this box. And then lastly, you have your fourth box, which is in the bottom right-hand corner, which is threats. What are some potential threats that can happen to your business? Maybe a technology might change. Do you have coverage in your team? Uh, Does one person hold the keys to everything? Or if that person's sick or uh, unfortunately has to leave the company, will will, will your team be able to pick up where that person left off and there's transparency? Is there a competitor out there that's gobbling up your market share? Is there a recession around the corner and is it going to affect your business or your customer's spending power? These are some threats as examples. So write down five potential threats. I know this might sound a little negative or doom and gloom, but it's important to know what could happen, to kind of think what if, so you can be prepared. What's great about a SWOT analysis is that one, you're writing down your five biggest strengths. Why? So you're like, hey, you're identifying, you're giving your chance time to think. We, We get so busy at work and our business and we're go, 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 and we don't really get a chance to pause and say, hey, what's working? What's What are we doing well? And the reason why we want to stop and think about that is, hey, we got to double down on that. Let's not, let's not stop doing those things. Those things are really helping us out. When it comes to the weaknesses, you're realizing, hey, we need some help here. We need some training. We need some hires. We need some help. This is something we're not happy about. You're really trying to identify that. When it comes to opportunities, you're realizing, hey, there's some money on the table here that we can really take advantage of. We could, we could take off the table. Here are some things that we can explore that we haven't explored yet. This is how we can grow. And then with the threats, it really allows you to say, what if? What if this happens? And you have a plan accordingly. It's not just worrying, right? We're not just there writing threats so we could worry. We're writing threats so we could say, hey, if this happens, wow, we got to be ready. Let's change things around. So just in case it does happen, we're prepared. It's not a threat anymore. We're addressing the threats. Now, by doing a SWOT analysis every three months, you're staying at the head of the game. You're getting the sense of confidence that you're doing everything you can to compete in a competitive market. So what we like to do is we like to do a SWOT analysis with the management team 
of our company the last Friday of every quarter. So the last Friday in March, the last Friday in June, the last Friday in September, and of course, the last Friday in December. And we revisit our SWOT from the last quarter. Did we actually double down on those strengths? Did we actually work on our weaknesses? Did we do something about those opportunities? Did we address those threats? Because sometimes we forget, sometimes it goes in the back burner, but sometimes we do it. So we want to cross those things off and make sure we're doing things. Now, you have a production schedule, you have work to do, you have things to sell, you have products to create. It's busy, I know. I know this sounds like I'm putting more things on your plate, not only the exercise itself, but the things you're going to have to work on off this exercise. So what's been recommended to me by my coach and what I recommend to you is especially the weaknesses and the threats, your goal should be to at least cover 20% of these every year. So if you have five, that means one of each, right? One weakness, one threat. And you want to make sure before the end of the year, you're taking care of of these. So by the end of the next five years, you're covering most of your weaknesses and most of your threats. Now, of course, other weaknesses might surface, other threats might come up, but let's be realistic about our time and just have that as a goal to take care of 20% of our weaknesses and threats before the end of the year. And of course, when it comes to strengths, we're just doubling down on that and opportunities. This is all about growth, how fast you want to grow. The more you do in this box, in the opportunity box, the more you're going to grow, the more you're going to put more fuel on the fire. So make sure you put it in the calendar, whatever you use, the Google Calendar, iCal, Yahoo, whatever it is, pop it in right now. What day every quarter you're going to do your SWOT analysis at the start, at the end. But if you put it in the calendar, it's real. You get a reminder, you have to do it and you block out some time. It doesn't have to be too long. It could be an hour, it could be two hours. And it's just a time to stop and have a discussion about the state of the business. This is not a huge commitment. This is an hour or two every three months and it's gonna be well worth it. Guys, I got more on today's topic, but before that, let me give love to today's sponsor. Support for today's show comes from Fundopolis Investing. Normally, it's something we perceive as complex, intimidating, and impersonal. Something we know we should do, but feels daunting, like going to the gym every day. With Fundopolis, it doesn't have to be that way. Fundopolis helps make investing simpler, as simple as connecting businesses to everyday people that have an interest in their mission. Investing shouldn't just be for industry insiders. It should be for communities and people like me and you. Investing should be about helping individuals grow something they're passionate about. Take the eco-friendly neighbor trying to open an organic burrito stand and the -the on-the-go mom who only wants the best food choices for her children. Fundopolis connects them, giving that mom the choice to invest in a company that matters to her and giving that neighbor a potential investor who truly cares about their product. Fundopolis gets to the real point of investing, building something greater together. And when investing is personal and accessible, it becomes easier, way better than going to the gym. Join the revolution now at Fundopolis.com slash podcast. Visit Fundopolis.com slash podcast for an enjoyable personal investing experience. As entrepreneurs, sometimes we don't know how important working on our business is compared to in. We want to make sales calls. We want to build our website. We want to build a product. We want to answer emails. We feel like that's work, but the SWOT analysis type of work, this is really what builds your business for the future. This is what makes it really differentiate, and it's the strategy that really makes the difference. Making the time to do this is time well spent. It's an investment. I used to kind of belittle these things and say, oh, you know, just get the work done. Well, it's important to know what to work on. What's important? 
Work smarter, not harder all the time, right? And this is what a SWOT analysis allows you to do. Thanks so much for listening to The $100 MBA Show. If you love what you hear, hit subscribe on whatever you use to listen to podcasts. Whether it's Spotify or Stitcher or Overcast or Apple Podcasts, we're on them all. Just hit subscribe right now. By hitting subscribe, you make sure when the next episode is available, it's ready for you right on your player. Thank you in advance for doing that. Before I go, I want to leave you with this. I like using a paper and pen to do these types of things. It's just easier to kind of scribble ideas down. And that's just my personal preference. But I do recommend if you're going to do that, take a photo of your SWOT analysis and save it somewhere so you can refer to it the next time you do it. So you can, you know, review your last month's or last quarter, I should say, SWOT analysis. Keep it in a drive, a folder, and that way you have a soft copy of it. So just in case you lose that paper, or maybe you have a remote team and you're not all in the same room, you can always refer back to it. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll check you in tomorrow's episode, Free Ride Friday. I'll see you then. Take care.